the Minnesota Football Show, your regular dose of smart, socially aware, and occasionally snarky news and commentary about local, national, and international soccer. The Minnesota Football Show co-hosts are Bridget McDowell and Sheila Reed, produced and co-hosted by Rodrigo Sanchez Javeria and Eric Silva Renner. You can follow the Minnesota Football Show at MN Football Show on your social media platform of choice. Subscribe to and rate the Minnesota Football Show on iTunes. Welcome, bienvenidos to another episode of the Minnesota Football Show. I am one of your co-hosts, uh, Rodrigo Sanchez Chavarria. I'm joined by my amazing co-hosts, Bridget McDowell, and of course, the one Brasileiro who found you can watch Goya's on TV through some sort of smart TV app. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. It was anticlimactically easy. Like, right? Isn't that over- crazy? Over two decades of, of not having it and, and getting pirate streams and getting malware on the computer and all that stuff. And then, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Remember, remember Roja Directa, Rodrigo? I know right, you do. Right, right, yeah, 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 yeah. Let's <laughs> talk about that. Yep. <laughs> I was that was just you. like, no, it, it's, it's, the, it's the VIX app that was formerly, I think, Prende. They, there's some, I don't understand the relationship. Yeah, Prende turned it into works. VIX. So. Correct. Um, and it, but it's tied to Univision and Televisa, and I, like don't, free, I don't understand so. it. It is free, which is great. And so I, they weren't even advertising this match. They were previewing next week when they host Palmeiras, which, woof, that could be a double-digit <laughs> absolute destruction of Goyaz. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, so I just I, I was like, ah, let's take a look and see what happens. And sure enough, it was live, so I started on my phone, and then I'm like, well, maybe I can make this happen on the TV. I've got a newer TV. You know, logged in, took about a minute and a half to find the app, fired it up, boom, big screen, watching Goyaz and Curitiba. Done. Easy. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure Lisa wasn't happy about that. You know, he's like, Eric's going to spend more hours in front of the TV just watching and yelling in Portuguese. I, I, I neither confirm nor deny. <laughs> uh, Bridget, how are you? I'm all right. Yeah. Um, finally took a little time off last week because I keep getting emails from, uh, from our automated system at work saying that I'm close to my, like, max PTO bank because I haven't done anything in two years. So I'm randomly taking a day off here and there and, like, actually, you know, getting that's a little the, rest and just hanging out. So Yeah, that's, that's the fun part about that because yeah. I'm in the same boat. And so I was like, hey, I was like, the kids are on spring break. I was like, cool, I'll just take Monday off and Thursday and Friday. Yeah. So that and I work from home Tuesday. So really all I really nice. do is go into the day one, <laughs> go in the office one day and be like, hey, I'm done. Perfect. Yeah, but yeah. I did, and then I did. All, all my kids ended up leaving me. So <laughs> of course. I Sati took, uh... went to grandma's in Rochester. G and her aunt decided to go to Denver, Colorado. So she just came back yesterday. And well, Issa's just my 17-year-old teenager that never leaves her room. So right. Yeah. That was pretty much it. It's like I was like, it's really strange because I was like, I didn't feel like cooking, so I didn't cook. So we ate out a couple times. And I was like, this is really strange because I feel really guilty about that cooking. But <laughs> it was great. Lots That's of a ice good way cream. to do a break. That's lots right. of trash TV, lots of dog walking, clean the yard. 
all good. Nice. Rock and roll. Well, let's jump in. We've got a pretty full slate here. Let's start with last week, Sunday. Bridget, I'll throw this to you. Uh, I don't even remember who won this match. That That's not even the narrative. Oh, Galaxy did 3-1 to one over Portland. But it was the beginning of the match where we had the national anthem, I believe, sung by a young woman who did a pretty radical, badass thing with a shirt. Uh, you <laughs> knew, kind of just sticking it right to the FO and everybody else. Uh, take it from there. Yeah, so Madison Shanley um, is a regular at these games. Uh, according to an ESPN article, she had done uh, the anthem like 15 to 20 times a season for the Timbers since 2009, um, and same for the Thorns. So she's she's no stranger to the club um, or to, to either franchise. Uh, so she wore the You New shirt much like they, they were filling the stands with those as well. And there, there have been banners. Um, so she, she wore the shirt down to sing the anthem. And uh, like 20 minutes before she gets a, a text from her dad, who happens to be friends with um, some of the people in the ownership group. And this part said, is wild. Go ahead. Yeah, I'll take it. Yeah, from there. This is, this is the ridiculous thing. Like her dad was got a call from one of the owners who said, Hey, ask your daughter to get rid of that shirt. Like she needs to change. Um, so she gets a message from her dad while she's waiting to go out to sing the anthem. And he says, Hey, they want you to, to take the shirt off. Uh, you can't wear that on TV. And she said, I, I don't care. I'm, I'm wearing it anyway. Uh, and her dad finally just told the owners, like, look, she's she's a 27-year-old woman. She works for you. If you want to talk to her, you go talk to her. And nice. well done, Dad. They they did say a few things to her and 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 she said, you know, that they kind of implied that it might be the last, the last time she's invited to sing the anthem. Um, but she did go out wearing the shirt and sang the anthem. They did not show any of it on the broadcast, which they typically oh, do. Oh, interesting. Did not know yeah. that. They they didn't even like pan over to her uh, wow. and show that on TV, just like they've been trying to hide all the banners that are in the stands. Um, well, obviously, this has gotten a ton of play, especially once it came out that it was her dad yes. who got a phone call to call yes. her, who has been singing the anthem for like half of her life, essentially. Um, and the reason she wore it, uh, there have been a few articles kind of digging into things about this. ESPN and The Athletic have both uh, done some deep dives over the whole issue, but um, she herself is a survivor of sexual assault harassment. Oh, wow. Um, so I she did not felt, know that. Yeah, she felt, uh, she felt very strongly about this. Um, and she did wear one of these shirts to a thorns game like a year or two ago. Um, and you know, they, she got a little pressure from the thorns, but it was the thorns. So they kind of let, let those things slide a little bit. So it was the first time she'd done it for a Timbers game. Um, but she feels very strongly about it and she understands, you know, she said this might be the last time I'm asked to sing the anthem and that's fine because She's a hero. She's phenomenal. So yeah. good on her. And I, all I can say is it, it, it just seems like PR suicide right now for the, mm -hmm. uh, uh, the Timbers and the Thorns uh, front office. I mean, yeah. I, 
Yeah, just what keeps... else? What else can you say? It's just the, the hole keeps getting deeper. They keep digging and digging and digging and just <sighs> they're doing it to themselves. Yep. If you're interested in getting a shirt, the Riveters, I believe, put out like another run of the shirts and sold out really quickly. Ooh. But they keep uh, they keep producing those. So if you wanted a new shirt, uh, go go hit up the the Ooh. Portland fan sites. That sounds like um, a good gift for someone I know. Right? Who's a Portland Thorns fan, too. Yes. Hmm. <laughs> Madison, massive solidarity. You're you're awesome. We applaud you. And uh, I guess a reminder that as much as our front office is trash, that, boy, that bar can just keep going down and down and down. You know, you, you <laughs> think you couldn't get any low, like, super low, but seriously. Like, yeah, yeah, and things just keep. Yeah, Portland. All these little like, tidbits. Right. Like seriously, just like calling her dad and being like, "Hey, you need so to tell bad. her she's a twenty-seven-year-old woman." So right. Fuck's sake. I would. I would love for for <sighs> someone to go ahead and call me and be like, "Oh, you want her to stop wearing a shirt, and you are, um, yeah. You know what? <laughs> I gotta go make coffee. I'll be right back. Then I just leave <laughs> That's the phone on." Yeah, like come back and be like, nope. It's like whatever. I was like, you know, and, it's stupid. And I mean, as as a few people have pointed out, I mean, she's 27 and they're treating her this way. Uh, when Manashim was um, pressured and harassed, mm. she was like 10 years younger. Wow. Um, so imagine the tone there. I'm sure yeah, no one yeah. called her father right. at that time. Um, but just, I mean, yeah. Like I say, probably every episode, the audacity never the audacity. never ceases. To the patriarchy is great in yeah. Portland yeah. and patriarchy seem to go together. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, let's jump to some really quick open cup stuff, just because uh, there's some great stories here. Um, I'm, 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 I followed the menace just because obviously they they beat Minneapolis City, so they went to Union Omaha. I was like, yeah, maybe they can keep this thing moving. They could not. Union Omaha won two to one there, so they are going to move on. Uh, but, but the other great story here, though, is our our lovely uh, waterfowl not too far away in Madison, uh, forward Madison Flamingos. They hosted Cleveland SC, who listeners will probably remember. Uh, they actually beat Minneapolis City last year in the NASL championship, and they smoked them three uh, nil. So good on good on the Flamingos. This, of course, sets up. I think I put it down here. We, we still don't have a date yet, I don't think. Uh, Bridget, you can correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, but third round, some of the MLS teams come in, and we will have our waterfowl derby. Uh, Ford Madison hosting Minnesota United sometime um, in the next week. On 420. On 420. Oh, yeah, seriously? Oh, seriously. wow. Spectacular. That's That's perfect, actually. I love it. So I'll be interested to see what, what kind of team uh, Minnesota United runs out, if they're going to be some of the, like a mixture of A and B squad or mostly from the MNUFC2 squad or who knows. But, you know, I, I kind of got to play neutral with this because I would just love to see the Flamingos keep it's, rolling. It's just going to be, it's just going to be fun to watch. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and hopefully, uh, I hope Dane gets a start because mm-hmm. he is, he is psyched for this because he, he played with flamingos That's right. uh, when Miller came back. Um, so he got some minutes over there mm-hmm. uh, when he wasn't getting minutes for United. And he, he tweeted out shortly after the announcement, like 
back to where it all began. Ah. He's he's all psyched to go. Um, But yeah, it's just going to be a fun, it'll be a fun matchup. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, The other one that is just so much fun to talk about here. uh, You had Colorado Springs switchbacks. That's a name that we're familiar with from back in the day, I think. Uh, versus the, this is a, a team nobody's familiar with, the Northern Colorado Hailstorm. So for a little bit of background for listeners, and maybe for you too, I'm not sure if you know this or not, they were formed last year during the pandemic. The Hailstorm have not played a match. This was their very first match as a football club. So they take on this other, this established team in the, in the USL. Um, they immediately, well, early on, 27th minute, get a straight red. <laughs> So they're down to 10 and somehow they, they keep it a nil, nil match through stop or through uh, one extra time. They go into the second extra time. I think it is. Oh no. No, maybe it was the first extra time. Um, and they get a uh, 96th minute. I mean, actually, maybe it was this. This was in stoppage time. I think my bad. I, 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 I read it wrong. 96th minute goal in stoppage time. So they didn't even have to go to extra. Uh, they beat, the Colorado switchbacks one nil and advance in the U S open cup. Their first match in existence as a club <laughs> with 10 men. <laughs> so if you want to look at the stats, like uh, the switchbacks had 25 shots, uh, two shots on target. They had 73% possession. Of course. 620 passes. Amazing. 81% pass accuracy. Uh, wow. 19 fouls. There were four. There were eight yellow cards total in this game, in addition to the red card. Nice. Um, I think no, no. There were two red cards. Yeah. So it's like rope a dope. They're just sitting there on the ropes, getting right. punched, punched, Tristan punched, Hodge punched. got a red card. <laughs> Tristan Hodge got a red card on the hundred and third minute. So there's two red cards. Yeah. Yeah. Fifteen corners. I mean, that's just the the switchback, right? The hailstorm literally barely only had three shots on target and nine shots total. Everything. Rodrigo, else do you? Do you have, can you, can you look up who, who they pick up next in the tournament? I wonder if they get the Rapids because that'd be amazing. Um, let's see. Yeah. Let's see. Hailstorm and round three, right? Yep. Yep. Uh, Salt Lake. Interesting. Wow. That's, that's going to be a fun match. <laughs> All these are going to be fun matches. I mean, didn't, didn't um, Miguel Ibarra play with the battery, the Charlton battery? Oh, the, mm, did not, he, he went to Charlotte? Didn't he? He, he went. He went to Charlotte. Not not the battery. It's yeah, still, it's oh, in between. Um, okay, North Carolina something. I can't remember. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I thought he. I thought his team played, but maybe it wasn't them. Oh, I love that so well, much. They, They're gonna they, pick up RSL. That's great. They did play. Yeah, it's it's not the battery, but yes, he played. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if you up. look at the third round, this is what we have so far. We have. Flower City Union versus DC United. This is all on Tuesday uh, of next week. Not this week, but the following yeah, week. The next week. Yep. Yeah, the week after to, uh, after this week, after this week, <laughs> after this week. Yeah, we can beat up. It's, it's welcome to the multiverse at the Minnesota Football Show. There is no time. Richmond Kickers versus the Carolina Dynamo. Detroit City versus Columbus. That's that's a whole other conversation we should yep. probably have to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Miami FC Very versus Inter Miami. That should be really interesting. Uh, you have the Hartford Athletic versus the Red Bulls. Salt Lake versus Hailstorm. Uh, Atlanta United versus Chattanooga. 
San Jose versus Bay Cities, Greenville Triumph versus Charlotte, Cincinnati versus the Pittsburgh Riverhounds. That should be interesting. Um, Louisville City versus St. Louis Two. Um, let's see, for Madison, Minnesota, FC Dallas, FC Tulsa, LA Galaxy, San Diego Royal. Oh, hey, interesting. Yeah. The RGV Toro versus the Dynamo. Um, let's see. You don't have to go Union, through all of them, but Union, I, Union, no, it's the Union Omaha versus Chicago. That should be. Oh, they pick one. up. They pick up uh, uh, MLS Chicago. Yeah. Yep. Oh, interesting. So Orlando City versus the Tampa Bay Rowdies. That should be interesting. And of course, my favorite, Phoenix Rising versus New Mexico United. Oh yeah. That should be my. I'm gonna try to seek. And I think all these you can watch on ESPN. I think right. I still remember when yes. those guys came to Minnesota. Like that was such a party. They were the nicest humans. They, that was. So much fun at the Blackheart with those yeah. guys. We we still have footage for that somewhere up on Facebook or whatever. But like when I interviewed all those guys, and they were they were awesome. They were so humble and cool. No, yeah, but uh, sounds like a lot of fun. Uh, Miguel plays for Charlotte Independence. There we go. Um, so I, Eric, I don't know if you saw this. Um, not being on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the Detroit game. Um. It was the two Detroit teams playing uh, at Hamtrak Stadium, which we we talked about recently um, yeah. with the Riverhounds. Right. Um, so <laughs> Detroit wins. They beat the Michigan Stars by like three to one, something like that. Um, the coach of the Michigan Stars says on Twitter, posts a little statement saying uh, he, he wanted the he had asked the refs to like called delays a few times because every time Detroit scored, they popped off smoke. Um, what? You know, like teams do when they score yeah. a goal. Uh, and the smoke kind of kind of covered the field, covered the pitch. And, oh, no. you know, there was some visual obstruction, um, which, I mean, both teams had to play through. Uh, but he said that their game was um, – their game was ruined by the smoke and the smell and, and darkness from the smoke. <laughs> this is the same energy of rich people from Edina going to the stadium and getting mad at flags in their faces. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, I, I love the um, part where you said about the darkness. Like, That's like, like literally. <laughs> and they're selling t-shirts now, like all of you and York and a couple other uh, groups made t-shirts that just say like darkness, smoke and smell. Yeah, um, and great. I think all of New York is giving the proceeds from those shirts to the supporters group, their smoke fund to get their smoke fund. I love it. <laughs> I mean, come on now, beautiful. Like, get, be be thankful you're not playing in a third division South American I mean, soccer league where they where they throw everything, and I mean everything. Right. That's everything. Like, yeah, where where guys with machine guns and, are like walking around the perimeter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And I mean, consider that they're popping off the smoke when you concede a goal. So maybe if you didn't concede three goals, there'd be less smoke and you'd be able to find the goal yourself. But I mean, but sure, blame the supporters group for celebrating a goal. I mean, hilarious in that it's infuriating that it keeps happening, I guess is what I'm trying to say. So there's, I mean, his little, the owner's little statement on Twitter is getting about as much play as, you know. I apologize for my actions and there's a hit to left field and that's a three run ball game. Um, people are using his thing basically became like a meme format again. <laughs> Bridget, wow. you can celebrate. Thank you. 
It's 2-2. Hey, we should let people know that the Liverpool-Man City match is happening as we record. So. I think it was a, a, a beautiful through ball from um, to Sané. And then just, yeah, it's 2-2. Looks like it is. So Bridge is doing an amazing job, like, staying chill here throughout this yeah. whole thing. Like- Hopefully they'll, they'll bring down the blood pressure level a little bit more, like 10 points. Yeah, it, uh, my Fitbit didn't even read that spike. There's just, like, a cutoff at the top. There you go. Two, 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 two. Well, thank you for that. I, I appreciate that. You got to keep me informed on the the outside of the, the Twitter world. It's great out, by the way, out here, guys. It's really nice. Oh, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> like every time I check the Minnesota football Twitter, and I don't do it as often as I as I should, but like I like I'm like, oh, some people have some great, great, uh, great opinions, and some people just I'm like, oh, that's great. All right, I'll make fun of other things now. So. <laughs> Let's let's jump to uh, yesterday at the Mall of America. We had the uh, the kit reveal of Minnesota Aurora, as we were well aware. Pretty awesome. Uh, I really really like the home kit. Um, the what do they call it? Is it the, the Northern Lights? The, the, the yeah, Northern Lights and then the I mean, and they're all the great. Yeah, you know that's the thing. Like I'm like I'm like oh this is great, you know, and I'm like I j- I just didn't know what the difference was between. What is it? Official and replica? Like, what's the difference? And apparently, the official ones, they uh, they sew on the patch. Ah, uh, yeah. The other ones that's, are just printed on. So. Yeah, I mean that's that's what you'll typically see between the authentic and the um, replica kits. I mean, something really- different to to, to the uh, the guys from the streets of South America. <laughs> have like an official or replica. <laughs> We've had that whole conversation. Before. Right, that's, that's like, a whole like, other thing. Yeah. Then I realized it's like, oh, all my life I've, I've always wore replica because there's no, yes. I have no patches on anything. <laughs> that's, I that's right. Because it would look the same, but instead until, of homo, uh, it would be like muhul. <laughs> I just like flip the letters. <laughs> until the last few years, I think most of the jerseys that I wore were like the target knockoff ones, you know, where they just like slap on something that looks like a logo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the best ones are the ones with the crooked logo. Yes. <laughs> oh, there's so many. I, I've got a few. I, I I can't remember the last time I bought an official kit. It's been a long time. It's, it's just like, if you like it, you buy it, you help out the Camelo guys. And, you know, for the yeah. price of one kit, you can get six or seven knockoffs. <laughs> I mean, at um, least but, at least with these, you know where the money's going. So yeah. these these kits are a uh, hundred dollars for the. Thanks for bringing ones. it back, Bridget. Yeah. <laughs> you're, People you're getting worried supporting, that supporting Minnesota football show is going to have the, the the knockoff version on South Minneapolis. <laughs> right? Yeah. Right. <laughs> Only on Patreon, right? Which reminds us. Um, we'll, we'll let you know which corner we're setting up on. That's right. right. And right. um, Powderhorn's big. Watch out. <laughs> Yeah, we'll make so sure we're on the on the public on the public road side of the uh, field on Egan, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> that way we can sell them as people are walking in. Have you have your replica? Twenty dollars, twenty dollars. All proceeds cool. go to, and then we'll just make up some fun. That's right. I like that they got Hummel too. That's that's a, that's one you don't see that often anymore. They're are they Danish? I can't remember which which one they're from. Which country they're from. Danish or German? Yeah. 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 Speaking of kids. Um, I wanted to congratulate Homo and Aurora because it took them nine months to come up with a really cool kit <laughs> while the MLS takes two years to just Oof. add a stripe onto something else. So, well said, sir. Well said. So there you go. Yep. Independent, yep. baby. It's true. 
It's very also, true. Also, if you don't know, Adidas is now become the uh, the brand that will be on the Peruvian kits. Nice. So the last time that there was was in the 1970s where you had the wonderful red sash. Are they the were they normally Kappa? Who was their who was their their uh um, their sometimes brand? it's been Umbro, but mostly it's been Marathon. Oh right. Okay. So okay. Well let's jump to some MLS. We don't have to spend too much time on a lot of these. Uh, Orlando got kind of a surprising win, one nil over Chicago. So that was one undefeated team that went down. A big one for Inter Miami, got a three two win over New England. I think that yeah, that is their first win. Um, oh my god, yes. That was yeah. the funniest game ever. Oh yeah. What, what like you the see? Ecuadorian Campana like scored scored a hat trick, but the last goal was literally like they're both challenging for the ball. Someone's challenging for the ball. The ball kind of just gets loose. Campana comes in and just taps it really bad, and it just like hits the goalie, and then it just slow roll across. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and you see, you see him kind of shrug like, eh, okay. <laughs> Three two. Now. Yep, yep. Uh, Montreal beats the Red Bulls two to one, and Philly one 0 over Columbus. They remain undefeated, and we'll talk about in a little in a second here. Yeah. Um, the the only undefeated team. But let's let's get to the one that we all watch, Wait. that we all enjoy, that we all love. Yes, yes. yes but uh, in that two one Montreal game, uh, the keeper came out super bad and whiffed the ball, and that's how Montreal got the second goal. Perfect. How do you watch all these games, man? You just watch highlights. Um, all of the above, like literally, like right. me and Nubia will sit and once everything, all the chores are done. Like we, if we have like a four-hour block and it's cold outside, like it was yesterday, and we're like, we'll just watch some games. And so, ah, familial support—that's good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I can only, I can only dream of such a thing. <laughs> um, let's do this thing though because it was phenomenal, and I did get to watch this one. El Tráfico. They can be. I guess sometimes I would say hit or miss, but they're always interesting. This one was a lot of fun from the get-go. Uh, super entertaining. I just put balanced, really fun to watch. Chicharito uh, puts in an early header. I think it was like the 10th minute, something like that. Great cross. I can't remember who put in the cross, but spectacular there. Um, then you had – there was there was one before the second half as well too, right? With um, I can't remember who scored that one, but I remember, it was, again, it was a really great ca- cross that just left – the whoever scored wide open and one times it. So they're going to halftime two nil galaxy, which I would not have called. Um, do you want to go ahead? Rodrigo? No, I was just going to say two, two nil galaxy without a Brian Rodriguez. Cause he was injured from the mm-hmm. get go. Like, and at the beginning, like the LAFC was doing what they do best. Like people always ask me, I was like, I was like, what, what's, what do you like about LAFC? I said, LAFC has got great offense and they can press, mm-hmm. but they can't play defense worth their life. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I put this little thing in here, too. Like, uh, this is just from the commentary. Apparently, I don't know if you guys heard this or not, there is a the, th- the third rolled on brother of the other two that are on Seattle. Apparently, he was on the medical team for for uh, la galaxy no so way like, yes they mentioned that like here's such and such rolled on he goes out to help one of the guys and you're like yes they, he is that rolled on of the other two rolled on uh, <laughs> that's awesome yep pretty cool pretty which cool. team is it easy for galaxy right galaxy yeah uh i can't yep, wait yep. for a galaxy seattle that would be like oh, man. that'd be like yep. the brother derby pretty awesome um in the so so they keep going and I mean it, it's a little chippy and it's 
you know, there's a lot of energy. The stadium is packed. It was, just, it was super cool just to just get that entire vibe and, and how this thing has evolved into probably the, the best rivalry in the league. Um, in the 80th minute, uh, Vela finally gets some, uh, a really awesome opportunity that he's not going to blow and gets just a great, great uh, cross and setup to Arango that just buries it in the 80th minute. Um, the, oh, yeah, the Galaxy Keeper. Um, I can't think of his name right now. He gets hurt on this thing, and at this point, the galaxy are out of subs, so they are like yeah. freaking out because it might be one of those one of those moments where you know the defender or the midfielder has to put on the gloves or something like that. They like everybody was talking about it. It didn't we're happen. About, they were talking about Rodrigo uh, Schwegel. Yes, yes, exactly. And apparently, this happened like a, over a decade ago with the galaxy too, uh, where where some dude had to step in and then made a ton of saves and 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 actually. Actually kept them. Yeah, kept, kept, that was, kept, uh, was like the, the famous, the famous example of a field player coming in. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, so anyway, uh, at this point, the, the, at base. Go ahead. No, I was just gonna say the goalkeeper's name is Jonathan Bond. Okay. Yep. And the other Jonathan Klinsman was like he wanted to go in there and help, but right. could not. <laughs> right. Yeah. Because at one point there was they were talking about like because there was a during the game there was a big collision between. Uh, Chango and, and, and Bond when going up for the ball and they're like well if he has to come off for head, uh, concussion protocol concussion. Klinsman can go in because they can have that substitution and I was like mm-hmm. really you really you, you at this point you really wishing that person has a concussion so the other person I was like come on now you know yeah Bond's a yeah. tough kid so after that goal though it was just LAFC just turned it on like it was just tons and tons of offense, well, tons mean, of the, shots. Galaxy turned to a four-four-two. Like yeah. they brought, they 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 took a bunch of people off to Chicharito, and you know it just became that. But but how amazing is it to watch Raheem Edwards play against his former team and like okay. literally almost score a like like ha- coast to coast kind of goal? Like he dribbled really through half the defense, and if it wasn't for um, was it no, not Palacios or Nancy Fuentes, but uh, uh, one of the defenders just tapped the ball out. Like he totally would have gone in and scored. He's so damn fast. And it's just another one of those what ifs if he would have stuck around. Well, here. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think a lot of people, like from what, what I've heard, is it, it had to do with his uh, locker room attitude, I guess, or something like that. Uh, was- I don't know what's going on with in LA, but. Man, he's, 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 he's at the top five in assists right now. And that's oh, amazing. Yeah. He's, I mean, it was kind of an attitude thing and, and also just Heath's system. Like his, his play just doesn't fit what, what Heath does, yeah. but he fits in perfectly with, with this squad and, and he's allowed to, to do all those things that he does well, which is, you know, make, make those crazy runs. And um, if you need a couple of easy points on your fantasy team, throw, throw Edwards in there. I, I wonder if locker room attitude is, is more just code for he let Heath know knew let Heath know what he thinks of him basically. <laughs> Possibly. <Good name. laughs> um so so they keep pressing. Uh eleven yellows, I think, is where we were at, Rodrigo. <laughs> we were chatting about it. you mentioned that one. Let's get to the, the madness though. Uh so in stoppage time, 97th minute. Uh it looks like a goal. Blessing essentially scores off of just absolute chaos in the box. Um they're celebrating. Everybody's having a good time. Ref is like, okay. Everybody's screaming. The, the Galaxy fans are not happy. Somebody's, they say somebody's offside. I'll be, I'll be real. I did not see it. 
I did not see it live. I didn't even hard. I didn't see it in the replay either. He goes to VAR, go on for a while. Again, at this point, it's the 96th minute, 97th minute. We're like, the game's over. And so he nullifies it, says no goal. Um, I can't remember the guy's name. The, the wing back, I think, was, was off, right? Up top on the, the far left or far right on the, in the, uh, on the screen, whatever. So that drops it. So for, we go from a 2-2 tie to 2-1 win Galaxy. He immediately blows the whistle. Everybody from LAFC to the center. <laughs> I'm just like, woohoo, drama, let's go. That was, yeah. I mean, if like we were watching it, we were like, God, I love this game. Like, <laughs> I, it's like, there's, there's like, if there was a, if there was a Trafico every week, that'd be like amazing. But I mean, like, I was extremely confused to the point that I was like, you know, because I know um, some of the folks at the, uh, the MLS do like the, the controversial recall and then try to figure it out right so i was like someone's gonna have to give me like a 10 minute explanation as to yeah did i just see work? it and yeah i saw it it's like the pass was going to the right back who was probably a step offside but in its past it hits uh an lafc player and then it bounces off of them and then it bounces off a, a galaxy player and then it goes to the person that takes the first shot. The goalie blocks it. It bounces, then bounces off another LA Galaxy player. And then it gets shot in as a goal. So, like, my question has always been is like, okay, if I intent, if is it intent or is it effect that in, in this, in this, um, like, how do you know you were trying to, he, that, that the LAFC player was trying to intend to get? That person that was outside the ball i mean you can't it's like it's, it was literally like a sea of people and there's i couldn't right. tell yeah you already lost me too it's like pfft, it's just too much bridget That's you were it. you were saying that it's it's just go ahead you take it yeah it i mean there's a whole lot of um intricacies or nuances in how they wrote the offside rule um on those plays like whether it's a back pass or a forward pass or um, if it touches a player who's offside, but might not have intent to play the ball, but it does come off of him and goes into play, um, that can kind of affect like how they call it. So it, it goes off of number five in the run up to the goal. And they called that enough um, for an offside. The, the VAR review went on for a while and they, mm -hmm. they really like zoomed in on a couple of guys who were, not involved immediately in the goal, but they were involved in, you know, the ball getting to that place. Uh, so I was like cred credit due to MLS for kind of doing what we've seen in Libertadores where they're giving us the screen that they're actually, that the reps are looking at. I guess the first time I've seen this, which is, which is cool. I like that. Yeah. They, they always give it to, or at least this season. I think they did part of last season too, okay. where you on the broadcast, they're showing you exactly the same, uh, the same screens that they're looking at. Uh, it would be nice if they, they gave some explanation, like, yes. especially on plays like this. Um, and there has been some push to, to maybe have them mic'd up for those. Yes. Like hear the discussion. Like in, yeah. Like in rugby where you hear like, this is what we're looking at. You were here. He was yep. there, but this is what we're focused on. Right. This is how we got to our, to our call. And yeah. I think that's what 
that's what LAFC didn't really understand because they're they're not watching that screen, right. right? Like we we have the ability to see what the refs are seeing, but the players on the pitch aren't seeing all of that. They're, they're watching the clock. Like whatever happens here, this right. game is over. Yeah, yeah. they're. I mean, they're they're like, hey, it's it's in. We got it in. How is that an offside? He was yeah. onside because they're not looking at all these other players that are supposedly impacting that call. Um, so yeah, so I think they're going to have to like rehash. Um, at least how they explain those calls, if not how they yeah. make some of these calls. I, I think also too, like for example, like if you're passing the ball or the ball's put into play, and it and it hits someone in the opposing team, does that reset the line, right, the right. outside line? Because what they're the argument is is that because eventually number five of uh, was it fall ended up kicking the ball or shooting the shot, and they were previously offside. So that means in the in the eyes of the league or the referees, the person is still offside, even though the ball had bounced off so many LA Galaxy LA Galaxy players before it got to him. So I think that's what they're they're, they're basing it on, which I get, but at the same time I don't because how in a split we're second just, is a we're just going making to, it so we're just yeah. making it so much more complicated than it needs to be, right? Where I was gonna like, say my yeah, brain hurts. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, yeah, but then there's this and then there's this. Okay, if we didn't so have just, VAR, just make it simple. Yeah, if we didn't have VAR, we'd just be like, Well, we sat touch this guy. Okay, cool. Yeah. Like you you only looked at the like the two players, mm-hmm. um, you know, the assist and the score. And in a play like this now, just because we have the camera angles, we're breaking it down to like yeah. every touch that the ball made in Which is route. Cool. <laughs> it is I, cool I hope, if, hope old if boy we ref. know how to like right. explain it all. It's right, cool. right. But they don't do it in Coma Bowl either. Like in Coma Bowl, they release uh, the Coma Bowl releases the videos the day after. That's right. They do. Right. They do. But at least they do that. Like you get the whole commentary. You get the commentary. And so you understand the situation better. But exactly and that's i mean in mls there's like one reporter is allowed to talk to the one official after a game and you get to ask like two questions or something and things like this they're not gonna like they're gonna gonna sit there and explain i hope that dude has good car insurance i'm not sure he made it out of there with his automobile (laughs) (laughs) it is la you don't know what's yeah yeah i don't know to their credit, the LAFC coaches did a good job of getting between like their players and the refs at the end mm-hmm. when the players are asking for an explanation and the coaches jump in like, okay, let's like let's go talk about it in the locker room, like back off. It's a tough way to lose and it's a mess. But at this, as as a you know a neutral spectator, it was just a blast. So, so damn fun. thank yeah. thank you MLS, thank you El Tráfico, gracias. <laughs> so much fun. Barrio. Yeah. Um, so Galaxy two to one. That's your final score. So as I alluded to, LAFC were the other undefeated team, not anymore, which just leaves Philadelphia in the entire league. Um, there's I don't know if there's any other ones you want to hit. Salt Lake and Toronto tie. Dallas and over Colorado three to one. Oh, I, I know you want to talk Houston, Rodrigo. Let you do that. Uh, Nashville go to Sporting KC. Actually beat them two to one. And Portland. This one was late. I was already in bed. Two nil was where they were before I went to bed. I don't know what the final score was. I'm just assuming Portland won. Um, Rodrigo, let, let's let's hear the uh, the Calvo Darren Quintero uh, old school MNUFC loons legends going at it, and, and Calvo doing Calvo things. I'm just assuming. I mean, like you know, what's the typical Calvo thing to do is either be late to a run or, um, or give give the give the opposing attacking player just the ball. You know, here 
Let me touch it to you. And, and turn his back to it. Yep. Here you go. <laughs> Here you go. <laughs> and, and you do that to Darwin Quintero. He had, he had to adjust his word. frosted tips. Just, just hold yeah. on a second. Let me fix my hair, you guys. He's like, he's, <laughs> like, he's like, I'm known as El Gringo. I need to make sure I look like El Gringo on the field. That's right. And yeah, I mean, this game was all over the place. 4-3. Um, Ferreira had a, a brace. Quintero, you know, had a goal. Uh, Ebobisi, who I have on my fantasy team, finally came through. He had, um, he had a, an assist and a goal. So Gregor also had an assist. Um, let's see. This is like this is like nuts. Like just trying to look at this thing is just like nuts. Um, it was just like if you if you want to see chaos, there you go. You know, and eventually ended up being four to three. But it was any anytime Frankie gets gets exposed, like. This really makes me question a lot of the, you know, like the playoff game between Costa Rica and New Zealand. I like, I really would love to see Cabo get exposed in the World Cup to the nth degree. But at the same time, I really like the Boxy Brothers. So I can't, I can't choose. But yeah. Well, and Houston right now are. They're, they're doing pretty well. They're, Minnesota has not played, but they are above Minnesota currently. Um, that'll be the transition. Minnesota has goes to Austin today. Whether well, they're there, they're going to play today. Um, I, I'll, I'll get your takes in a second. I just wanted to mention that Burn It All Down, our friends over at Burn It All Down, had a great, really, really good interview with Brad Stewart, the keeper of Austin. Um, highly recommend you all go listen to it. He, you know... He's a privileged cis white dude, professional sports athlete, doesn't have to go out of his way to really do anything or say anything. Um, but he's always been, I guess, connected and protective of the LGBTQ community. And once he moved to Texas, kind of literally baptized by fire as to what's, what's happening there in Texas with a lot of the anti-trans laws and things like that. And so he's been extremely active with Outfronts and a number of other organizations and just kind of took it upon himself to uh, to speak truth to power and use his platform in a again in a way that he really doesn't have to do. But good on him. Just seems like an amazing, really cool guy. And uh, go Brad Stewart is like, I don't. know. I'm not saying I want Austin necessarily to win, but I kind of like the keeper guy. So go Brad. <laughs> we love you. <laughs> like I texted you guys, the thing would be you know. Minnesota loses one nothing at the 96 minutes with a Finley counterattack goal, and then Brad keeps his clean sheet. Right? You I know? Mean, yeah. That would be that would be like okay, yep. but I mean honestly, this game is going to be it's going to be really interesting, right? Because uh, you have our new left back that can play. You know, I don't know about DJ, but maybe give DJ. A rest. I don't know. It's interesting. Like you should you should beat Austin, like. That's the thing. You should be able to beat Austin in a sense, at least be very competitive. Even if it's a 1-0 win, as long as it's a convincing win, um, I think people will be okay with it. So I, I don't think um, DJ will be playing. I believe he played for the second team yesterday or the day before. So who does that, who would be next in line then over there? Oh, come on. Who is our Swiss Army knife in this team? Oh, again? I mean, yeah. I suppose he's doing okay, but... <laughs> Again, again, what? mom, why? Yeah, for real. Well, 
I, I don't know. If we're gonna do or either of you two, if you, if you guys want to do a quick commentary, uh, post match, I can throw that on, or we can just leave it to Rodrigo on fifty five one and everybody else. We'll, we'll we'll figure it out. But uh, I, I sent you something last time. I'll send you something when I okay. when when I get there. But I mean, I expect you know. I, I hope Bonky plays. We you know Metinier should be at least on the bench. So. Yeah, Bonky start, please. Let's let's so, yeah. make that happen. That'd be good. Um, and check out that interview. You know, I, I put a thing about like having having some players of, of conscience like this on Minnesota United. And you know, Michael Boxall, like I, I got to interview him once, and he's a very smart, uh, just well-spoken individual. And I would just like to I'd like to see him take another step forward and really like I don't I don't know, I don't know if it's it's the it's the media training or if the FO just doesn't want him to really talk, really throw their opinions out there and things like that, but I think he's somebody that could be like a Stuver in that way. Um, I don't know. It, it, it's, it's just a, it's just a me thing. Like I'd like to have, I like to have athletes that are, I mean, it's that actually say, say good stuff. <laughs> I think we have, we have a few, but, but yeah, I mean, we, we don't hear all that much from them. Um, the thing with Brad Stuver is he's such a well-established like league veteran. He can kind of yeah. have those. I didn't realize he's been been around as long as he had when he was talking yeah. about the interview. I mean, yeah. I mean, consider like uh, Kamara and and Apara and and those guys who, you know, they've been around, and it doesn't matter what team they're on. They are the, you know, they're they're advocating for the same causes no matter where they're playing. Right. Um, but they also kind of have that freedom because of that to to really put that out there. Um, and with Minnesota, we've got a bunch of, bunch of younger guys who, you know, are, are kind of new to things. We've, we've seen Dane, um, Hassani, all those guys, you know, out at Tony Santa's foundation and, mm-hmm. and things like that. They're, I mean, they're doing the work, but yeah, they're, they're not going around doing podcasts, talking about, you know, it doesn't even um, be a podcast, about- like you. Even just well, a simple I, interview, you know what I'm saying? Right, but you would have. I know, I know. On, put it on the media too. <laughs> yeah, it's right, it's not necessarily that the FO is telling them not to talk, but if that's, people are asking yeah, those questions, and true. we know that local media is not going to ask those questions. Yeah, and I sadly, would love to have a Corey Hayes and a, and a sit down interview. That would be so much fun. It'll be great. Well, yeah, we, we talk about all the terrible things that a lot of these players are doing or, you know, getting themselves into or saying it'd be a nice, healthy balance to just have somebody come out and be like, yo, this is how it was brought up. And this is what I believe. And right. I think, I think solidarity, DSC, like, yeah, cool. has been taking that and, forefront, right. A little bit more. And I think, I think, I think a Bridget, Bridget makes up great points that they, we've seen them now, whether Either it's up to us to engage them and ask and request or whatever, but someone needs to make, if you want that, then, we, you know, we can't just ask for it. We have to be able to put the work and see if that's, that's, that's exactly. Action. And I mean, the, the club itself, itself has done stories about um, DJ and, and Jacory and, and all these guys who are doing things off the pitch, they've done those stories um, and they, they do like publicize and advocate that stuff. Yeah. I mean, the questions don't always come up and, and it, it can be uncomfortable to sit down and have those conversations. Uh, yeah. Consider that, consider the, the landscape of our local media. 
um, consider, you know, who is doing press. Um, you're just not going to hear those questions. And that's, that's something that we, as a credential holding reporter, I can say we need to do better about that. Um, but it, they are in kind of a different situation than, than guys like Brad Stuber or Ike Opara, um, you know, the guys who have their own podcasts and talk about issues with players and, and, and speak as a coalition versus, you know, as, as a spokesperson for the club. Uh, and a lot of guys are going to need to find that balance. And I think Apara brought some of that and Boxy brought some of that yeah. uh, to the locker room and they're doing better with that. But um, just because we don't have all these stories, like, you know, Brad Stuber doing, doing the media tours does not mean at all that, you know, we don't have those guys on this club. Uh, we just happen Thank to hear that. about we just happen to hear about the bad stuff and that, yeah, because that's, sadly, that's what runs, right? <laughs> exactly. I mean, we're, we're not going to see pictures all the time of, Hey, look who was out helping, uh, you know, hand out food boxes to the needy. Yeah. No, we're, we're hearing about, you know, all the things that go viral and unfortunately good stuff doesn't go viral. Turn on the news. That's right. Sadly. Sadly. Thank you for that Bridget clarification. Um, so last thing, and it's not really even a, a national, well, it kind of is because it ties to the U S national team, but I think we all saw uh, Gio Reyna kind of get, how, what do we know what the injury was? I mean, it, it wasn't even touched. It was a hammy. So he, he limps off and he's visibly upset and cr like crying on camera, which, you know, I, I think that that pain was uh, reverberated throughout everybody. Um, going for the U.S. men's national team in the World Cup and hoping that, you know, between now and November, things can be okay. But well, it was a rough, it was a rough one to watch. Well, yeah, because Dortmund uh, re released a statement saying that Gio's out for the season. So that should be really interesting to see Indeed. what happens next. So, Indeed. so there you go. Yep. Let's take a break. And we got Internationalize. Hi, this is Lisa Watch, and no, you must be tuning because I am definitely not blessing your ears in this podcast. Anyways, back to the Minnesota Football Show. Welcome back to the second half of the Minnesota Football Show. It is international, international soccer news. And of course, leading this section is always uh, Admirado Eric. Hola. Um, this is already old, but we... Since Brasileiro actually started yesterday and then today, um, but you had your state champions. We don't have to go through all of them, but you'll notice that uh, Goiás' Sport Clube is not on this list. They actually lost the Guayana Championship against uh, Atlético Goianense, the ACG you see there. Um, no surprise that Atlético Mineiro, who won everything, Serie A, won for Minas Gerais. Um, Curitiba, keep that name in mind. Uh, because they actually just beat down Goyas today. <laughs> they, they won the uh, Paranaense. And you've got uh, Cuiabá. The big one that was kind of a surprise, well, Fortaleza win, Ordesi and Palmeiras, no surprise, when São Paulo. Carioca is the one that was a bit of a surprise because um, it was Flamengo and Fluminense. And at this point, you just assume Flamengo wins everything. They did not. Fluminense actually beat Flamengo, so they get the Carioca Cup. But uh, yeah, today earlier in that match that we were speaking about uh, in the intro, 
Um, it was it was Goyaz versus Curitiba, who were both promoted. In fact, they they both came up for this for this edition of the first division, and boy, Curitiba looked like a much better team. <laughs> they have a coach, you know. I, I kind of like the I, yeah. We, I, I kind of like the idea is that if, if if Goyaz can like run and do this like anti coach thing and just kind of keep things moving, but didn't look so good. <laughs> didn't work so well. Uh, let's do Champions League. The, I, I, the score here is one 0 Man City over Atletico Madrid. This is a this is a great match. It was fun to watch. But honestly, who wore it best? Me. Pep Guardiola, Diego Simeone, coming out with the exact same long, flowing. What do you call that thing? The the the, the zipper like uh, comforter coat. There's got to be a better name for it. But it's the same exact style. Uh, just amazing that they're like right next to each other and they're kind of buds and they go back and, you know, who wore it best guys? What do you think? (laughs) (laughs) Eventually Simeone, he's like, you know what? I'm going to change things up a little bit. Does the unzip while, whereas Pep stays zipped. What do we think? I I don't know. I only have eyes for the U S men national team. Uh, Assistant coach. That's literally it. So anyone else, <laughs> anyone else doesn't that matter to me. So, I mean, they're almost wearing the same shoes too. It's true. It's true. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty spectacular. Uh, I, I just love that. Like media and everybody else immediately like latched onto it. It's like there's a game somewhere happening, but everybody's just like, <laughs> everyone's looking. Like <laughs> I mean, if you judge by the shoes. You have someone who has like those very like thick, um, thick type soles, right? Like, yep. you know, they're going to go out, you know, maybe some really thick sketches. While the other one's got like Sunday dress shoes, they're going to go out somewhere afterward, right? I mean, it's a throw. I mean, I like people with hair on them, so on their heads. So, <laughs> hey, <know>. listen. <laughs> So talking hey, about, about my chichu over there. That's hey, my uncle hey, you're talking you, about. You're, you're, <laughs> you asked me for an opinion. I'm giving it to you. Take it. Fine. Fine. Take it and then just swallow it. There you go. There you go. Yeah. It was a it was a good match though. Like pr- both these teams pretty balanced. Uh Atletico Madrid, boy, they are very good on the defense. And it was took a while for Man City to get their one in, but they did. Uh KDB actually had a great goal. So it'll be interesting to see in the second leg with Atletico hosting, how that's going to roll. Um, on the other side there, in Benfica, in Portugal, uh, Liverpool came to town, did the thing. Bridget, pretty convincingly, uh, three to one. Not too much to worry about for a second leg going to Anfield. Just exactly. be cool, basically. Yep. Um, and that's a big surprise on Wednesday. I, I did not expect this result either. Uh, Villarreal host Bayern and win one nil. Wow, I, I only saw the highlights, and you know they, they beat they knocked off um, Juventus, so Villarreal kind of the the giant killers in this whole thing. Now they have to go back to Bayern, so who knows? yeah, that's what I was gonna say. And then you know Davies is healthy now, so that's now you get a healthy Alfonso Davies. Yeah, well, should be really interesting. And then the other one I uh, got to watch this one as well was just the uh, the Benzema fest essentially. Uh, I mean, what can you say? Just 
<laughs> it's hard with, with being a Minnesota United fan, not having a clinical, just absolute destroyer of a striker when you watch this guy play. And, you know, it, it reminds me of to go back in the day with like a Homario, like every time that ball touches his feet, like he has one job and it's going in the net or, or it's causing some kind of direct threat. And that was Benzema. Like he just, he lit it up. Hat trick, three to one, your final. Um, I think it was the, I remember it was the first or the second header he has. I mean, I watched it so many times because it was one of those where the volley and the cross comes in and his body is going one direction and his head goes the other <laughs> and he's able to put it far post and, and the keeper is just like, I mean, he's, he's following his body as, as a human would do. <laughs> it's incredible. It was an incredible goal. And we know Benzema, not a great person. Done some, did some shoddy, bad things in the past. But I respect the talent. He's, he's on fire. Uh, on fire to the point where he has, where's that list? Here it is. He is now number four in, uh, what is this? Is Champions League goals? or Yeah, Champions League goals. He has 82 He's only behind Ronaldo, Messi, and Lewandowski. And he's probably going to catch Lewandowski, Lewandowski 85. If Lewandowski doesn't score in the home. That's, that's a good point. Well said. Well said. So we'll see what happens on the next leg, but uh, entertaining to say the least. Um, quickly, Bertadori's rundown. I'm not going to go through all these. I just want to highlight a couple. In fact, I'm, going to, I'm just going to zero in on this entire group E because it's incredible. So you yes. have... Boca Juniors, Boca Juniors, Corinthians, Deportivo Cali, and Always Ready. And I think everybody, probably the world over, would be like, okay, Corinthians and Boca Juniors are going to win this thing. They're going to blow, blow through everybody. Very first round, first match is what happened. Deportivo Cali beat Boca Juniors 2-0. And then even probably the more impressive one, the Minnesota Football Show's very own underdogs, as always, Always Ready, Always Ready from Bolivia, <laughs> take out Corinthians 2-0. That was awesome. So the, it's incredible. So the group is right now always ready number one, Deportivo Cali two, with each with three points, and Boca and Corinthians with nil with zero points. <laughs> Bananas. And, and then and then yeah, and then the thing is, right, like Boca Juniors has to play Corinthians, and then we'll go figure out which of them we're gonna lose. It's like yes. So, it's very, yeah. very strange, but also awesome. Just whoever called this. And I think I put this up on the Instagram. You you probably just won a couple million dollars. So please contribute to our million dollar Patreon uh, spot. We would appreciate that. Share the wealth. Or just contribute any anything you want, you know. Patreon.com is back backslash Minnesota football, MN football show. We're supposed to do it at the beginning, but that's okay. We'll do it here. All right. We'll do it again <laughs> every time we get a chance to. This moment is sponsored by patreon.com backslash MN football show. Please, Sponsored by please. whoever is the new multimillionaire in South America that called those two knocking off Boca and putting shits. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't, you know, multimillionaires in, in South America usually come with baggage. I, I'm okay. That's, that's, <laughs> that is very true. We don't want that. Money. We don't want no. that baggage. <laughs> no, no. Very true. Um, on the other side, I don't know. It was pretty predictable. Palmeiras did Palmeiras things, defending champs. Um, Regibuli, Bragancino, they're... Back, they're kind of the new one of the new kids on the block. They take down Nacional from Uruguay. Atletico, no surprise there. Um, doo -doo 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 -doo. Alianza Lima, River Plate. That's River Plate's one nil. So that it, game it's was still, nuts, though. That game early. was nuts because Alianza yeah. Lima actually played good defensively, but then uh, there is a player named Alder, 
who uh, kicked at a player as they were going and then kicked ah, them yes. at again and broke their ankle. Whoa. Got a straight red card. Dang. So, yeah, so the kid, because the replay, like, literally, like, you could tell, like, when they were doing the replay, you could see it, and you're like, oh. Ooh, I was like, yeah. what makes you think, man, makes you want to kick at a player twice, right? Hard to watch. And so, yeah, it was hard to watch, and, you know, people, at least in, um, at least in Peruvian soccer media were like, you know, this is why Peruvian soccer at a club level is never amounted to anything blah 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 and i was like yeah this guy just shouldn't be doing that kind of stuff and hopefully they'll learn and hopefully get suspended so we'll see what happens from that yep in group f the other one to maybe look at is fortaleza they're, they're kind of making their debut in this tournament um and they lost to colo colo two to one but they could still pick it up and, and advance i i hope they do just it's, it's a great cinderella story so we'll see what happens there um just speaking of them, just amazing stuff. This is the Sudamericana. Uh, I, I posted this one because it's so good. This is the other Barcelona in Ecuador versus Montevideo Wanderers. And they win this match four to two, by the way. But this goal is just oh, so cheeky and spectacular. So what's happening is it is a corner kick. And you can see the Montevideo keeper way off his line, like right at the top of the box just screaming at the defense to kind of get in order, get organized, figure things out. <laughs> and as he's up there, the, the dude, I, I'm not even sure which goal this is, but takes his corner, just slides it. Not, it's so slow, too. It's just this slow, slow little ball that sneaks right behind him, far post, as he's yelling at all of his players. Perfect. So good. It's, it's a great one. Um, we had a Coca-Cola Nations League draw thing. I still don't really understand this because – there's no incentive. It's basically just, I guess, a warm up for World Cup for the U.S. and Mexico at this point, and and uh, and uh, Canada, Costa Rica, but yeah, Mexico, Jamaica, Suriname in one group, and A, B is Costa Rica, Panama, Martinique, C, Canada, Honduras, Curacao, and D, U.S., El Salvador, and Granada. I'm guessing they're just going to mix it up and probably. Are, are there going to be any of the European players in this, or is it mostly going to be MLS guys? I don't know. I mean, the, the these friendlies are mostly not only to, you know, see what you have, but at the same time, like, these other nations get money for it. So, like, I feel like they, if I was, if I was a country that went literally to no backing for my um, uh, federation, I'd be like, look, I talk to my players and be like, look, we're gonna go on a five game tour. We're gonna to blow up, gonna get blow out fifty nothing every game. But when we come back, we will have all the equipment that we need for the next year. And that's how I would put it with it. Because like people are always like my kids are always like, why do they play these teams that they can beat like ten nothing? I was like, well, because they want to be able to beat them ten nothing, but also the other, the other team gets money out of this. Yeah, you know? yeah, Grana. Yeah, that's right. It wasn't that long ago too when Curacao was actually doing some pretty impressive things. I remember they were beating some much bigger teams in, in CONCACAF, punching above their weight, as it were. Um, was it, or was it Suriname? Or maybe it was, I don't remember it was one. I think it was Curaçao, if I'm not mistaken. Um, let's talk CCL. We had the, so we have the split right now in the semifinal between Liga Miyakis teams and MLS teams. So the first one was Liga Miyakis semi. Uh, Pumas won that one, two to one over Cruz Azul, which is interesting because I think Cruz Azul is actually the better team um, they're going to flip, obviously, for the next round. But 
who knows? Maybe Pumas will advance with that one goal. We'll see. Uh, and then on the MLS side on Wednesday, uh, Sounders came to play uh, three to one over NYCFC. Uh, Rui Diaz, he started, right? Um, I, I think I think he did or he came in late. But uh, yeah, I watched that game. Yeah. So much fun. Definitely. Definitely. Is this, this was uh, was this next first goal. Yes, it was his next first first goal. That's what I thought. Was, they I always forget that he's on that team. Like I totally forget that he's on that team. <laughs> like, and then I'm like, "Who's number 11? I was like, "Oh my god, that's there's not." It's, it's weird to hear his name every time. Like, wait, yeah. that's yeah. not the game I'm watching. Oh, hey, it is. Yeah. So we'll keep following. Things are gonna flip. Uh, are they on this week or they have a week off? I'm not sure. Well, I, I think we'll they, yeah, yeah, I think they're off a week. So okay. Um, it's kind of starting to wrap up here with some things here. This this is a bad news before the good news. This this came through uh, like a World Cup related thing. Apparently, um, Pride gay Pride flags, the rainbow flag, are going to be banned at the Qatar World Cup. And I didn't have the information here. I don't know if this is coming from Qatar or from FIFA. I'd, I'd be surprised if it was coming from FIFA. So. I'm not sure. Yeah, I would know. not be surprised if it was coming from FIFA. Oh, is that okay? Given, yeah, that's true. Given um, everything with the Euros last year. Do you think that maybe combo. it was pressure from from Qatar on them, or do you think they were just like out outright? Or, or maybe really they're just it sucks. Maybe they just don't want to have to deal with that on top of everything else. I don't know. I suppose. Yeah. It's trash. It's stupid. Um, oh yeah, I'll, I'll throw this one to either one of you, whoever wants it. Good news-ish um, about Qatar actually sort of kind of admitting. Go ahead, Bridget, you're nodding. No, I was just, I just dropped the score. 2-2, two, two, oh, full-time. Two, two. Full Go time. ahead, full-time 2-2. Two, two. That's uh, Man City and, and Liverpool. Okay, so nothing really changes in the standings. Nope. <laughs> nope. Still separated by a point. But yeah. uh, each with but one more point. The um, the Liverpool second goal was beautiful. Mm-hmm. That nice. that through ball by Salah, just yeah, really cool stuff. So cool. So what do you guys think? I mean, what what does this mean? Nothing's gonna happen though, right? Even if they admit that, you know, hundreds if not thousands of of migrant workers died. Well, they did admit, right? I think. But what are they going to do? There needs to be like an anything. action. Yeah. There's no be no actions to it. Like, like it's, what they. What it's they, a little late to take right. any action. Exactly. That's the thing. Is like they they admitted. Oh, it's like oh yeah, there were some violations computer by some of the companies. Um, we will look and investigate, and then come up with our you know slap in the hand or. Or if they ban them from building anything else for the next World Cup, who knows when Qatar is going to get a next World Cup? Seriously, yeah, you know, be a next. I mean, <laughs> we'll, we'll probably we'll probably see some some statement from FIFA too that's very similar. Like, oh yeah, we there were issues, there were some violations, people died, and that'll be that. I mean, we. Did you guys know that Infantino? He he moved himself and his family to Qatar. Did you guys know that? No. Yeah. So I just just to like add another layer of grime. Like they live in Qatar now. I'm sure. I mean, I'm sure he's flying back to like Switzerland or wherever in his private jet to do FIFA things. But in terms of their residence, like his kids go to school in Qatar. 
That would be and really I would bet if there, if there was an investigation, it would be an external investigation, much like uh, going back to the Portland Timbers, mm-hmm. you know, independent, external, but actually they're not that external or that independent. That's what we're going to say. It's like, yeah, <laughs> external, independent, and Qatar around is like... uh, all of those words. Yeah. What was the name of the, the judge from the U.S. here that went after... Uh, Went after FIFA and CONCACAF. What was her name? She was badass. We could get her rolling again. You don't guess remember who I'm talking about? I yeah, I can't think I can't, of her name. I can't think of her name either. I can't. She, I can't she wait made a lot like, of people nervous though. <laughs> yeah. I can't I can't wait to like somehow like anonymous or something just hacks the feeds during the oh World gosh. Cup game. Or yeah. just hacks the stadiums and like turns off all the lights. Hacks right? the feeds and then does like a uh what was the uh oh i'm trying to remember the um fonseca remember the 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 panama papers thing connecting oh, all yeah, the dots yeah. <laughs> just like blows that up on the screen showing all the connections and all the offshore accounts and that would be, drug that would be a great and, movie that would be a great movie like yeah, yeah yeah but no i can't wait for something like that to happen but in reality we all know what's going to happen is uh qatar is going to get a pass and who knows if qatar will hold a world cup and for the first time, a lot of us who will be watching World Cup during Black Friday. This is weird. So <laughs> very weird. Very weird. Uh, I guess the last thing I have, as I mentioned earlier, but alone kicked it off. Uh, the way I was played today, got to watch. It was fun. They got smoked 3-0. There's some really good goals, though, from Curitiba. So good on them. It's, it's, I think it's going to be a rough ride. They've got, they've got Paul Maidas next week, like I said. So just like, yikes. Um, but speaking of Paul Maidas, they played yesterday and actually got beat by Seara 2-3. to three, So who knows? Stranger things. Stranger things. And we already covered the Liverpool Manchester City 2-2. So that's all I got, esteemed co-host, unless there's something else you want to end with. And we've got a positive story to Yeah. Easter Go watch is day. going to Hamlin. Yeah. Hey. It's awesome. That's awesome. And she also, sure. you heard it here first, maybe doing some um some soccer coverage for equal time soccer. So that's oh, cool. That's in the works. Uh Easter watches uh, age, uh agents are in the works of signing all the paperwork and dotting all the tie all the eyes and you know we're gonna I mean. have to we're gonna have to like redo our our package here to try and recruit her. We've got our voice for the uh, <laughs> the break, but we we have to redo the negotiations. That's right. We're gonna have to figure something else out, you know. <laughs> and I figure no, but no, yeah. I mean, good for her. Soccer, soccer voice. You know, I mean, what? It's nice outside. I'm looking forward to following and watching um, the TC Soul League. And I'm going to try to reach out to see if we can get uh, Coach Mario to come back and talk about it. Because this year, there's been a lot of more teams signing up. And like, yeah, by teams, I mean, like actual high schools. <laughs> so, yep. awesome. so that's awesome. So I can't wait to hear it and see it. And um, I'm kind of excited just to see what that will do. Yeah, I was going to just preview a little bit for next week. Um Minnesota plays on Saturday. They they host Colorado. That should be an interesting match. Hopefully, we have some some decent weather. I'm not sure what the weather is supposed to be like. Um, yeah, I'm sure plenty of other stuff will happen between now and then. So, thank you both, Rodrigo and Bridget, as always, and thank you, listeners. Uh, oh. Patreon.com backslash MN Football Show is uh, the uh, thing. Yes, forgot to mention that the uh, what are what are the nicknames? 
I like the dos loons, but that they're also known the <laughs> the doubloons. The doubloons, and then there's one more that I forget. The toons, T W O O N S, toons. Oh. I, I know the two oons. I guess they actually won their first game. Hey, yeah. there you go. Three two. Who so, was that against? Uh, I think it was RSL. Mm-hmm. So that was right that. That's good to it, and um, I'm looking forward to watching them. Finally, going out to a game and watching them here at Allianz, and hopefully the break on the ground will be nice because there's a bunch of patches everywhere, and I'm like, ooh, that will be fun. Yep, and we'll stick around for a little bit of uh, commentary from one or two of the awesome people on this program, and we'll we'll see what happens with Minnesota and Austin uh, later this evening. So you jump into the future with that one, and thanks again. Go outside, talindo. <laughs> Tamu lindo. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Hey, Rodrigo here for the Minnesota Football Show. Um, just uh, some thoughts after the 1-0 loss versus Austin FC. Um, we started playing with a what looked like a 4-3-3. Um, I just have to say that Austin plays the 4-3-3 much better than we do. Um, having Reynoso play in that type of formation really does no justice to him in the middle. Also, Reynoso is having two bad games in a row. I know he's getting hit a lot, but he was forcing a lot, trying to create. I think um, we just didn't were able to create enough. Um, It's obvious that we do have the talent and the depth this time, but somehow figuring out these rotations and who works in best is... It's something that's going to need to be figured out. But I was just disappointed in a winnable game, or a game that you should win against Austin. And not taking anything from, away from Austin. Austin's been doing decently, but they won They won at home. And they did a good job. They could have easily could have beat us 3 nothing, And we just – it just looked like a – Complete chaos. Like it, there was nothing extremely well organized. There's, you know, there was too many lost balls in the midfield. Will Trap had a couple of those, uh, as well as early yellows. We were just being able to get anything going on offense. Set pieces were off. Um, you expect better from the talented team that we have. You expect better, and you should get better. And um, not not sure. If um, if it's something that you know we should totally hang our hats on for the moment, but it's it's something that we need to go ahead and get back into winning ways. And I don't know what's it going to take, but hopefully we're able to to get better. It was nice to see uh, Metania make a return. He still looks a little slow, but that's okay. Um, I thought. Overall, we created chances, just weren't able to get into it. I thought Dotson had a decent game as a right back. And maybe, even though I have been saying that he should be playing in the midfield, maybe he should be playing in that position 
and then we can bring in our, our another right back or or another left back in to to get fresh legs and then push up at the same time. But I just don't know uh, if you're going to go with a four through three. Why not try a four four two? At least that way you you, you put Reynoso in a much better position than out wide. Um, yeah, that's it for me. Disappointing. Uh, Josh Wolf and Owen Wolf. Um, the Josh and uh, Owen son father team did much better than us. Handed off to Wolf. He, he planned this game perfectly to his advantage and he took care of it. So, yep. Talk to you guys later.